1: Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm a certified financial planner and I'm here with Jeremiah Lee. He's also a certified financial planner as well as an attorney. We are fiduciaries. And if you'd like to know more about our company and about us individually, I really would uh, encourage you to go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Now, every week, what we do is we talk about, uh, we basically break it apart into three parts are the subject matters. The first one is we refer to it as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment today in retirement update, I kind of want to talk about Social Security. Uh, We've had several programs in the past, segments about Social Security, but it is a big deal There's 65 million beneficiaries right now of Social Security, and there's 2,700 rules that govern the payments to beneficiaries. So it's not really surprising that the Social Security Administration can get some some things wrong. So we want to talk about a couple of different things. One is when older workers of beneficiaries claim Social Security before they reach their full retirement age. That's a really critical time. In calculating thing. And the second one is surviving spouses that are subjected to offsets due to their government pensions. Um, collectively, they could be missing millions of dollars over their lifetime. So, Jeremiah, older workers, mm. you know, they file for Social Security before their full retirement age. What this report came out was it was pretty staggering, actually, is how much Social
2: Security administration really missed on this. Yep. A lot of people are beholden to the Social Security administration to get things right, <laughs> you know, to, to, to pay them their check every month and to have the right calculation. One of the aspects, when someone is still working and takes Social Security before their full retirement age, they're, one of the rules of those 2700 rules, one of them is there's an offset. There's a reduction based on your earnings. And so if you're still working and you're under your full retirement age, and you start receiving Social Security, the Social Security Administration can, in, in instances, reduce the amount you receive. And what this report that we were looking at today, what it found is that once they reach their full retirement age, that reduction should fall away. And right. they should be back to their kind of full So Social if you're
1: Security mid-year, let's say that you reach full retirement age. So in 2021, that is 66 and two months. I mean, that's basically the timeline. So if you reach that date, or that full retirement age, let's say in June, what, what is social security? I mean, what what are they doing typically?
2: That's right. Well, what they should be doing <laughs> is uh, uh, if you're still earning money, they, they have a, a currently an, an offset in place. And so you're getting a reduced amount. That offset should fall away and you should then get your full retirement amount. Um, it's calculated based on the date you started taking it, but that reduction, because you're still working, uh, should should fall away. And so you should still get the reduced amount from when you started taking it. But anything that relates to an offset, because you're still working, um, that your other income should End.
1: and and what we what this report showed is i was kind of surprised by it, but 53 percent of the uh they just did some random audits social Security administration was off they they, they were not picking up the change when people reached that full retirement age uh, whatever the timeline is in the year and, and of course those people probably didn't weren't aware of it yeah. and they ended up uh, they could have easily adjusted i mean it, it's just a matter of going in talking to Social Security, but yep. if the recipient isn't aware of the changes
2: in the law, they lose. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing I see is you have to be proactive in this. Right. You, know, you can't just say the Social Security we will get it right. They'll send me my check. Right. You have to understand your situation. You don't need to know all 2,700 rules, but you need to know your situation. And that's a lot what we do with our clients and they come in, we talk through their Social Security situation and what they are receiving and how to strategically pick the best option when to take it. but but also understanding what are the key things that apply to them. So for this one, if they're still working and taking social security, they need to know that once they reach full retirement age, they're probably going to get a boost, a little bit of a boost in what they're receiving from social security.
1: Yeah. The other one is pension offset. And we deal a lot with this because we have a lot of employees who come off of government or are receiving government pensions. And this is, you know, what the social security department does is offset your social security benefits in relationship to your government pension. So why don't you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, here now. we have
2: CalPERS and CalSTRS, you know, the teachers yeah. union and government worker unions. Um, they, they don't pay into social security while they're working a lot of these jobs, but they do pay into CalPERS and CalSTRS systems. Well, the government has decided that if you're receiving one of these pensions from a government pension and you're receiving social security, that they will reduce your social security amount. So you're not, in essence, double dipping into okay. both systems. All right. Um, and that, that's how it works. What We often see people not understanding is if, say, the, the wife was a teacher and the husband worked in something else. So the husband's getting full social security and the wife is not. If the husband will pass away, they anticipate they're going to get to keep their husband's social security and get their pension. That's right. what they anticipate will happen. But often they'll become subject to this government pension offset and the, their deceased husband's social security, which should transfer over to them, they're actually only going to receive a smaller portion of that because there's this offset and planning that that's a key thing. Cause that's later in life. That's not right. something that occurs now. That's coming up soon to be aware of that, to make alternative plans.
1: So I mean, with, 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 retirement planning, when we do this, when we look at retirement planning, we take yeah. into account, uh, where the pensions coming from, where's the income coming from. If it's coming from a private pension. It's not an issue, but if it's coming from, you know, a, a, a government pension, uh, there's, a, there's issues there we have to deal with. And the dollar amount and everything else. So it's something that has to be looked at very carefully.
2: Yeah. The key thing with with both of these is no one wants to be surprised huh. and no one wants to be leaving money on the table that they should have been collecting. And it, it's just planning. You know, it, it's knowing uh, having someone in your corner who understands what's going on, how that applies to your specific situation. And then, and then planning for it, you know, knowing right. that the reduction's coming. Right.
1: So I think I think again the the key thing is the planning process. And I, if you've heard us heard us say anything in here, you need to be prepared. And if you're approaching retirement, if any of these issues kind of rings a bell with you, give us a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011, or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Remember the first interview is always free. We're here to help. We've been around for over 30 years, and we are fiduciaries. Um, we're We're trying to get you the maximum amount of benefit and make sure you get what you've earned. Stay tuned for our next segment. We're going to talk about tactical asset management.
0: You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years.
1: You know, optimism is as American as hot dogs and apple pie and uh, too much optimism, though, can really ruin the soup, I guess. I don't know how else to say this is that people have expectations of making returns far and away more than what's reasonable historically. Um, You know, we you know, we set we do a lot of work based upon what we think is the required rate of return for the client to have a successful enduring pension-like retirement what i mean what what are you running into i mean pe- people's expectations now are thinking okay i'm gonna make i'm gonna make 20 a year
2: right. i think it's filtered by what we're watching i mean people right. see tesla people see apples people see right yeah, even gamestop when it was going <laughs> up a while. you know you hear these things in the news and then you know we need to acknowledge the news their, their purpose <laughs> is to bring things that excite us get us to click on things get us to read things negative and, or positive yeah negative or positive and they're bringing us the the horrible stocks that fall and they're bringing us the winners. And I think so many people latch on to the winners and, and say, this is what it's making. Nothing that, you know, that's, that's the extreme case, but on a regular basis, we have clients who look at just the S and P 500, right. As this is a grouping of stocks. This is what they make, you know, clients that are in their thirties, we might have them invested fully in the S and P 500 type stocks, full, or equities, full yeah. equities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we might do that for someone younger, but for most people as they're approaching retirement, it's, it's not wise. It's not prudent to be that exposed to full equities. We mix in other assets. And, and so because of that, it changes the returns. And so when, when people say, oh, my friend got 17%. Right. You know, I my first question is what risk do they take? Right. Were they risking to go down 50%? You right. know, that's very different than someone who got 70% and only had a you know a risk of losing 15%. Now, that 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 could be a great portfolio. And what we we do is we build portfolios, portfolios that have strong returns but have a reasonable risk. And I spend more time thinking about the risk and talking about the risk than I do the return. Right, right. Because that's what matters to folks. If, if this is your nest egg, this is your life. You only get one shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I I, I love the question or I ask people, so if you have $100,000 in your account and you wake up at the end of the month and you look at your statement and that $100,000 now is worth $60,000, how are you going to respond? What's going to be your reaction to that? And most people, I, I don't know if the numbers, they just don't believe it, Mm-hmm. Or they kind of glaze over. Say, "Can that happen?" I said, "Yeah." Not yeah. only can it happen, it has happened.
2: Yeah. And if you're in your thirties, you go back to work the next day. Right. That, that's what you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just <laughs> keep going, and you wait for the market to recover. If you're you know late fifties, early sixties, looking to retire, you have you just pushed out your retirement by a couple of years. Your right. life just changed, right? And that's what we want to want to adapt. And I think part of it is looking historically. You know, we some of those things we've been reading lately, uh, the last decade, so 20, 2011 through twenty twenty one. Um, They're saying the annualized return after inflation was about 11.3%. This is a great decade. Yeah. I mean, 11.3%. So, people looking at the full stock market thinking, I'm going to get 11%. So, maybe their portfolio getting 8%, you know, maybe maybe that feels what they want to do. But the decade before that, you know, 2000 to 2010, it was 2.3%. Right. And so, so someone that's that's full stock market, that's that's fully exposed equities. So, someone who has a, a reasonably balanced portfolio. Maybe she'll only be expecting one and a half percent, which nobody does. right. And so I think you you look back and say, this is what has happened and what's what's going to happen. you know, there's a classic in the investment world of past performance does not dictate future results. that that's a mainstay. You can't just look backwards. but in setting people's expectations of what they're going to achieve and what their portfolio is going to achieve, it, it's difficult. It needs to be a robust conversation. and i and I think the comment that
1: I always like to hear, I guess I want to respond back to clients. I said, you know, the higher your expectations, the lower your chances of achieving them. In other words, they go off based on some number, some percentage that they want to calculate. And they honestly, you know, I I don't want to demean clients, but oftentimes they don't put the economics together. They don't calculate, you know, what is 6% a year consistently over 20 years? What is 10% a year consistently over 20 years? You know, yes, obviously the higher the percentage, the greater return, but how much volatility are you going to go? so, you know, we try to set up that required rate of return in the portfolio structure, yeah. you
2: know, trying to meet that. And it's a key thing that we do. Like it, we, a lot of people are pulling this number, not to say out of air, but out of what they've heard, what they think, what they want, what sounds good. And really what we do is we take their income, their retirement funds, their expenses, and we calculate out to say, okay, if, if your accounts that are investable, if they grow at this rate, you'll be able to achieve all your goals. Right. And, and so we say, okay, this is the required, required rate of return. doesn't mean that's what we're going to get. It's just, this is what you have to get. And for some clients, it's very small. We've had a number of clients, they need 2%. So then we have the conversation to say, okay, you only need to make 2%. Do you want us to invest your portfolio to aim for four? So what's your target? Yeah. yeah. you want more of that? Do we want to aim for, is it a legacy item to say, well, I want my kids to really inherit more. So I'm willing to take on the risk. I want to push to get you know a 10% return. And that conversation is really meaningful because it, it lets them peg to say, okay, I need to get this. We have other clients, they need to get 8%. So we tell them, you know, your options here is you need to work a little longer or you need to invest aggressively. And just having those expectations say, okay, if my portfolio doesn't achieve what we want, I need a few more years to work.
1: And I, and I think the expectations, I mean, it's our job to sit down with the client and to really put the hard numbers in front of them saying you only need to make, and we come up with an X, whatever that X is. Maybe you only need to make 5% on your portfolio. And what they don't realize, but we try to show them, we take into account literally thousands of, of, of changes to the portfolio that would happen over time. You know, higher return, lower return, inflation, higher cost of living, all those factors. We call it the Monte Carlo simulation. And the issue is, can you come out with a, expectation of having your money outlive you. And I think that is at the end of the day, that's the most important goal is, will you have financial security. And if you take too much risk, you could end up, particularly at key moments, ending up falling short.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Investing is not a magic bullet that we just say, right. we'll give you this return. But that's why I think we speak so much about risk Right. to say it's one thing to want to have more. It's one thing to desire more. It's, it's, it's an entirely different thing to structure your life in a prudent way to say I will have enough and be satisfied with enough and the key thing that we do is you know a lot of people invest in ETFs we do as well but when you buy an ETF an exchange traded fund you can buy them on, on the market it's an
1: index by the way folks it's so for those listening to us. that's
2: right when you buy that you're buying everything in that index you're buying the good the bad and the ugly right and in the current market we see a lot of differences between the stocks that we're excited about and the ones that are just there right and and so when we for clients of a certain level we build them a portfolio that we try and pull out the ugly. <laughs> we have the good and we have the exciting and we have the stable. We put all that together with the idea of outperforming these other stocks that, that are the ugly.
1: And there's a lot of issues that go into that, that uh, portfolio design because if it's in a retirement account, we're not really concerned about taxes. I mean, the only time you're going to pay taxes is when you have to take money out for income. But if you have a taxable account, you wanna make sure that the management of those assets is in such a way that it's tax efficient. It's one thing to make 10% um, you know, total, you know, a, a total return. What do you have to pay taxes on? It depends upon the capital gains, whether they're short-term or long-term. And I don't wanna bore the audience with all the details, but those details are important on how you structure the portfolio.
2: Yep. And getting to your required rate of return. Right. You could hit it, you know, and then the great number. But if you have a, a massive tax bill attached to that, it's not going to do what you need to do.
1: And we have we have literally an army of people that help us uh, design portfolios and manage it. We deal with uh, what we call flows. And the base, what we're doing is we're looking at where the money is flowing and which sectors are they going into. And that helps us with, you know, whether or not we're going to be, you know, you know, for for lack of better terms, you know, value based or growth based. Again, I don't want to get too technical here on the radio program, but management is key. We're very tactical in our approach and and we have we have we have we have truly an army of people that are some of the best minds in the industry helping us and our clients not only to us to maintain, you know, to get a portfolio, but to make adjustments to that portfolio to be able to achieve the overall expectations that we would desire for that client to have a successful retirement. So if you'd like to know more about what we do and how we can help you manage your retirement, give us a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for our next section. It's going to be news you can use.
0: It's 888 627 dot retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, The Answer.
1: Welcome back. This is the section of the program that we refer to as news you can use. Um, I picked out an article. In fact, I've had this article for quite a while. It was back in July of 2020. Is a Wall Street uh, journal. It came out of the personal journal section, but it talks about the title of the article is "Women and men age differently and in more ways than just longevity." And it is kind of an interesting uh, study of different couples and at their ages. and we're talking about people in their 80s and 90s, in many cases in this particular article, and it talks about um, you know their development, and it deals with not only their physical but also their mental uh capacity and how it changes from from you know from a man to a woman you
2: yeah know? i like that it went beyond this article specifically went beyond the anecdotal to say this happens to men this happens to women generally right. but It actually has some statistics behind it and we've all heard the idea that that women live about eight years longer than men right. this article actually clarifies it's more like five to eight it's, it's not quite as much um so women have longevity but they were trying to find out why and one of them uh, it was interesting coming out of this article saying that um, at 65, men lose some of their B cells, which is part of your white blood cell yeah, system.
1: I, I did research on that.
2: And, yeah. You know, I got T
1: cells. You know, they talk about, you know, doing that for autoimmune or for fighting cancer and things like that, you know, increasing your T cells. I never, I never knew about B mm. cells. And I mm. thought it was kind of interesting. They brought that up in the article. So I tried to do some research on it saying can i get more b cells <laughs> right and you can't take it you can't get vitamin or supplement to do that i think you'd have to do a blood transplant Not or sure. trans- yeah. transfusion or something
2: Right, when knowing that there's there's physiological differences but also right. aging differences of so something that just changes you know physiologically um the, the one i found interesting was the cognitive ideas which you know we were talking about someone loses their keys and you know, all the other different items um, but they're saying cognitive after 70 females tend to have a cognitive advantage um you know, why or how, or, you know, they had a few <laughs> There's thoughts. There's to be a lot
1: of jokes on that one. Yeah,
2: right. They had some thoughts. You know, I mean, I think females always have the cognitive advantage. <laughs> um, don't tell her why, right. right? That's right. Um, but by uh, 70, they're just saying that, you know, remembering certain things and being able to process information, you know, shifted. Um, the other thing, and I think this one is, is very meaningful. Um, they're saying women tend to have less annoyed or frustration with their limitations. Huh. As we age, men and women, we have limitations, you know, the knee hurts. I can't do this. I used to be able to lift that. Um, I have to use, use a cane or a walker to get around. And they're saying for for men, that tends to be a larger frustration because um, mm-hmm. they see part of their, their worth, part of their, all, all that's wrapped up in what they can do. Um, and it tends to be harder for them. And therefore, they're more annoyed and it has other health impacts. But for women, they tend, you know, in, in general, but it was saying that they, in the studies, they are less annoyed and less frustrated by it and able to move forward with having some limitations. I think one of the studies that came out in this article is that if you
1: continue education, It really helps. And I, of course, I've been a big advocate of never stop learning, uh, whether you do it on your own. Um, You know, my wife came back and she said, by the way, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But she took up a course in uh, Dallas Theological Seminary and she's going to take a course. uh, You know, it's an online course. And I went, great. But that's but she's constantly learning. That's probably why she has a better memory than me. (laughs) That's great. But, you know, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, some of these little things that happen. And they looked at different segments. People had had a uh, college education versus those people who didn't, you know, and they have these little nuances and the things that are different between uh, men and women.
2: Yep. And I think the, the application of this with our clients is there's so many men that we meet. I mean, often men and women run the finances, it, right. It's often shared, but there's times where it's, it's one, one spouse will run them. And when it's the, the male, but we usually talk about, you know, what's going to happen here. You know, there's going to be a point likely that you, the, the, the man in the relationship will either pass away or will have diminished capacity. And we work with a lot of widows. We work with a lot of women, um, either because of death or just disability, they had taken over the finances. And for some they do it in stride. No problem. Right. Others say it's been 40 years since I was, was thinking about this because he had taken care of it. And I think it's a good planning moment to make sure you're, you're my wife and I call it two oars in the water. And we're both pulling together. We're both working together. And it's not just a you know, this one's in charge of the finances. This one's in charge of something else. But to really both be engaged, because there comes a point, um, and we experience this a lot, where the the spouse in the relationship outlives either because of death or just disability, it is the active spouse at a certain point, and it becomes in charge of all the finances.
1: Yeah, and we've had clients. I mean, I we've had clients that who have asked us to become their advisors, not so much that they weren't able to do a lot of things that we do. Their concern is that particularly the man, Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden he becomes disabled or he dies, he doesn't want to leave his wife in a lurch and not able to take care of things if he's not around to do that. I think
2: there's great wisdom in assembling a team, you know, CPAs, advisors, attorneys, getting a team of folks that if if I wasn't here today, my family, my loved ones still have this team of professionals to support them and help them continue on.
1: If you'd like to have a copy of this article, we'd be more than happy to send it out to you. It's called Women and Men Age Differently and in more ways than just longevity. Just give us a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. Or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com and be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.